0: This is Rod Addy. I'm editor of Food Manufacture magazine, and I'm in conversation with Andrew Spicer, who is chief executive officer of Algenuity. Uh, So, Andrew, can you tell me a little bit about um, Chlorella vulgaris, the uh, microalgae that you're working with? Um, And in particular, um, how close it is to to scaling up uh, and use in, in the food industry on a commercial level?
1: Chlorella vulgaris um, has actually been grown for decades, and so there are companies that are producing uh, this this organism at scale, um, already in the sort of tens to hundreds or even thousands of tons. Uh, We are in the process of scale up at the moment to commercial scale, uh, and we are aiming to realize that scale in 2021. So very close is the answer.
0: Okay. Now, what, what are some of the virtues of chlorella vulgaris, and particularly what, 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 how robust is the environmental argument? Because so You often hear people say that microalgae is, is, is quite an environmentally uh, friendly alternative. So how, how robust is that argument, particularly um, reference to the fermentation process involved?
1: And so we, we cultivate chlorella vulgaris in fermenters to high density. So we end up with a high density biomass, so, an excess of 100 grams per liter. So, in terms of resource utilization, it's it's very efficient. Um, in terms of what you get out at the end, we use the whole biomass. So, we're not doing any sort of chemical extraction process or having any sort of waste that's hazardous at the end. We effectively end up with clean water and biomass. Uh, we use a very gentle drying process at the end of the end of the fermentation. Um, so resource utilisation-wise, water utilisation-wise, very robust. Uh, and waste, waste impact-wise, very robust.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then in terms of, of energy use, um, it, it, how, what stage are things at the moment in terms of environmental? In, ter-
1: in terms of energy usage, I mean, obviously, you, you have to mix a fermenter uh, to get adequate aeration. And so there is that aspect of energy use. We are continually innovating our our platform to to improve the energy that's needed so that we reduce things like cooling energy by, by improving the, the, the organism. Um, we, we apply sort of all the modern plant breeding approaches to just select uh, better and better organisms without applying any sort of GM approaches.
0: Okay. Um, and what are the um, product category applications for Chlorella vulgaris at the moment in your opinion?
1: The product category is really now today before we launch our product a very 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 niche uh, because chlorella vulgaris is green and has a very strong flavor naturally but what we've done is we've taken away the chlorophyll which is the thing that makes spinach very bitter for anybody who actually wanted to know what chlorophyll tastes like. Chlorella vulgaris has uh, about 20 times the chlorophyll level of spinach in terms of a, a ratio and so Currently, the market for chlorella vulgaris in foods is very niche, and it tends to be in pastas or it tends to be in smoothies that end up green. So by taking away the chlorophyll and ending up with very neutral flavoured chlorella vulgaris that's high in plant-based protein, high fibre, full of micronutrients, you open up the opportunities. And we're talking about functional plant-based protein. So we can go into products where we're replacing animal sources of protein like egg, so vegan pastas. We can go into drinks or beverages to bring in sources of plant-based protein. We can even go into the non-dairy sort of alternative markets. We can go into bakery products, uh, dressings, soups. Um, there, there's such a range. Even going into vegan meats,
0: mm.
1: there's, a, there's potential there to be explored. Uh, cereals, extrusion. We, we, we literally are exploring the full range. We have customers now coming to us who represent that full breadth of, of food and beverage which is incredibly
0: exciting for us and and as an ingredient it has a nutritional element um and uh, also a functional element as well for example for binding uh, that sort of area. yeah so
1: uh, we know we know we know about emulsifying we know about some of the binding functionality uh, obviously enrichment we've that's an easy one enrichment we've got a, a we've got a complete source of protein it's as almost as good as it gets in terms of the amino acid composition And so, um, but certainly we know about that that functionality is key here and we've demonstrated a, a, a wide range of functionality of this ingredient in different foods.
0: Fantastic. Andrew, thank you very much.
1: Thank you.